and welcome to the Tiny Wellness Podcast, where we help you feel confident about feeding your baby and navigating the world of parenthood. I am your host, Nicole McCarthy, a certified breastfeeding specialist, certified lactation counselor, and IBCLC candidate. If this is your first time here, welcome. And if you've listened before, I'm so excited to have you back. If you haven't already, be sure to join our email list to receive new episodes right to your inbox, plus exclusive content and updates. I'll link that in the show notes below. For now, sit back, relax, and enjoy today's episode. Hey, hey, welcome. This is episode 10, Four Milk versus Hind Milk. What's the deal with these two? This is a topic that has come up so much in my recent consults that I knew I needed to make an episode about this because if I have several moms asking me about it, I know that I'm sure there are a ton of you out there who are wondering the same things. So in today's episode, we're going to be explaining what these two things are, debunking some myths, and hopefully putting your mind at ease and answering questions that you have about four milk and high milk. But before we dive in, I wanted to read a recent review from one of my clients. This comes from Sandra, and she said, had a great experience with Nicole. She is very professional and has a lot of knowledge. She was really friendly and sweet to our baby. She explained everything she was doing very clearly. Her advice was great and really helped us. It was nice to be able to text her after the appointment with additional questions. I would definitely recommend her. Thank you so much, Sandra, for leaving that lovely review. It was so nice working with you. And if you are in need of some breastfeeding help or just infant feeding help in general, um, whether that be, you know, nursing, bottle feeding, supplementing, anything at all, you can check out the link in the show notes to book an appointment with me. And if you have TRICARE East, you get six visits fully covered with no referral needed. So head to the link in the show notes. If you are in need of some help, I would love to help you in your infant feeding journey. So let's dive into today's episode about four milk and hind milk. I'm sure you have heard of these two, and I'm sure you have a lot of questions and maybe a little confused about the two and what's going on in there. So first, I want to give you a synopsis of the anatomy inside of your breast because I think that is very important to understand to really get a full understanding of this four milk versus hind milk. And I am a very visual learner and teacher. If you've worked with me, you will know that I use props. I use my hands a lot when I talk and I like to compare things um, to things in our everyday life so you can have a better understanding. So that's what I'm going to do here and I am going to compare your breast to grapes. So you're at the grocery store and you grab a bag of grapes. That bag is like your breast. Inside of that bag, we have a bunch of clusters of grapes, and these clusters are called our lobes. And you have an average of 15 to 20 lobes in each breast. 
and in each cluster we have our individual grapes and these are called our lobules and this is what house our alveoli now think of your alveoli like the seeds inside of the grape this is where your milk is made this is where your milk is stored so you with me you have your breast and then on the inside, we have our cluster of grapes, which is our lobes. And then in each cluster of grapes, we have several individual grapes, which are our lobules. And then inside of the grape, we have our grape seeds, which are our alveoli. And that is where milk is made and stored. So then how does the milk get to our baby? Well, let's think back to the grapes. Grapes have vines. And this is like your ductal system. You have your main milk ducts that go up to the lobes. And that we know that in the lobes, we have all these individual grapes. So those main milk ducts branch off. Just like a grape cluster does, you have, you know, the main vine and then all the little ones that go to each grape. And these are our ductules and they go to each lobule and that's what brings the milk from the alveoli down to the main milk duct and then out to your baby or your pump if you're pumping. And the anatomy in each of your breasts is a little different. You don't have the same amount of lobes, you don't have the same amount of lobules, you don't have the same amount of alveoli in each breast. And that's why we often have one breast that makes more milk than the other. Remember, our breasts are sisters, they are not twins. So now that you have an understanding of the anatomy of your breast, let's dive into foremilk and hind milk. So first I kind of want to explain what these two things are. Foremilk is said to be the milk at the beginning of a feeding and it's said to be lower in fat content. Hind milk is said to be the milk at the end of a feeding and it's said to be higher in fat content. And this is not just with feeding or nursing, this is also with pumping. So the milk at the beginning of a pumping session versus the milk towards the end of a pumping session. But we know that milk is just milk. There is not any time during your pumping session or your nursing session where the milk transitions from foremilk to hind milk. You know, we can't tell you, hey, at the two minute and 45 mark, your milk's going to change over to hind milk and it's going to be much higher in fat content. We, we don't know that. There is absolutely no evidence that supports that. We know that there is always fat throughout the feeding or throughout the pumping session. There's always fat coming off and that that fat content gradually increases as the nursing session or the pumping session goes on. So then this is where I often get the question, well, my baby isn't nursing very long. I don't think they're getting enough hind milk. I don't think they're getting enough fat. And what I want you to know is that every baby takes a full feeding in a different amount of time. And some babies may take five minutes. Some babies may take 10 minutes. Some may take 15 minutes. Your baby, one nursing session may take five minutes. The next time they may take 15. The next day, every single feeding may take 10 minutes. Babies vary so, so much, and the amount of time it takes them to take in a full feeding is likely going to change, and it's going to be different from baby to baby. So just because they're only nursing five minutes, that doesn't mean that they're not getting enough hind milk. That doesn't mean that they're not getting enough fat. Um, tune into your baby. 
Are they feeling satisfied? Do they seem happy? Are they having adequate diaper output? Are they reaching their milestones? Then they're getting everything that they need from you, right? They're gaining weight appropriately. Then they're getting everything that they need from you. And I totally, I just don't want you to stress about it. I know this is such a huge stressor for so many moms. And it was for me too. When I had my first, um, I was so obsessed with, is she getting enough fat? Is she getting enough hind milk? But tune into your baby because they are going to tell you if they are getting what they need. And if you have concerns, reach out. That's what we are here for. We're here to help you um, investigate, troubleshoot, ease your mind. And another thing I want to mention is that, yes, that is important. And we we want our babies to be getting enough fat, and they likely are. If they are feeling satisfied, reaching their milestones, gaining weight appropriately, they're getting everything that they need from you. But everyone forgets about the lactose, and I think a lot of people just aren't aware of this. So I want to tell you about it real quick. Um, human breast milk is very high in carbohydrates. Our breast milk has a lot of lactose in it, and it is super, super important. So we have the fat in there to grow the body, but you know what the lactose does? The lactose grows the brain, and think about all the connections our babies are making every day and all of the new developments that they are having every single day. That brain growth is rapid, And that lactose is super, super important for that growth. So I just don't think lactose gets enough credit. But let's talk about the milk throughout the feeding because we do know that the fat content gradually increases. And yes, it is a little lower at the beginning of the feeding, but why? So again, very visual learner, very visual teacher. So I'm going to tell you about something that I saw on, I think it was Facebook a few years ago. I don't remember this woman's name. I want to say she was a lactation consultant. If you know what I'm talking about, let me know who she is. I like I want to give her the credit right now, but I cannot even find it. I can't think of her name, anything. Again, this was a few years ago now, but she took a cup of water and oil mixed together. Um, well, not really. I mean, she tried, you try to mix it, but they don't mix, right? Um, and she had a sponge and then she had a bunch of empty cups in front of this uh, cup of water and oil mixture. And this water and oil represented human breast milk. And what she was trying to show was how there is fat throughout the feeding and how the fat gradually increases. So what she did was she dipped the sponge and got it nice and saturated into that cup and then she squeezed it out into the first empty cup and then she went back to you know the main cup of we'll call it the breast milk replica. We'll call it the breast milk replica (laughs) and she went back to that breast milk replica cup and she got the sponge nice and saturated again and then she squeezed it out into the second empty cup and what we saw was that in each subsequent cup there was more oil and what that shows is you know like I said the gradual fat increase throughout a feeding and it really illustrated kind of what happens during a feeding or a pumping session that first initial milk that comes out it's more of that watery stuff it's easier to excrete out of our bodies because the fat sticks to our alveoli our milk making um, you know this little sacs in our breasts where the milk is made and the milk is stored 
the fat sticks to the walls of that. And sure, it does shake off some, you know, throughout the entire feeding. But as the feeding goes on, more of that fat is coming off of the walls. So I thought that was just a great illustration of kind of what happens throughout a feeding and throughout a pumping session. So what about this whole idea of four milk, high milk imbalance? If you don't know what I'm talking about, this idea of four milk, high milk imbalance is kind of like my baby actually isn't getting enough high milk. They're getting too much four milk. So maybe they actually aren't getting enough fat during a feeding. And really what this is, is a lactose overload. I don't want you to think of your milk being imbalanced because I think that leads a lot of moms to believe that they don't have enough fat in their milk um, when that's really not the case. What it is is the baby's body is getting overloaded with lactose and we often see this in, well I shouldn't even say often, when we see this oftentimes it's because mom has a massive oversupply. So They just have so much milk in their breasts that, you know, the baby is, and we're going to be specifically talking about nursing here, the baby is nursing at the breast and say they take a full feeding in five minutes, but mom has so much milk in there that they're not draining, they're not able to fully drain that breast. So that fat isn't getting a chance to really shake off because there's just so much milk. You know, it just it just doesn't get the chance to because baby's full. They took their full feeding, um, but there's still so much milk left in the breast and the baby's tummy is just not big enough to take in that much milk. So in this situation, now baby has a lot more lactose in their body than their bodies can break down. And that's why we call it a lactose overload because yes, they aren't getting enough fat in their bodies. They're getting too much lactose and what we often see is like green frothy poops, a lot of gassiness, uh, discomfort. They're not settled after a feeding. Um, once you kind of start to see a combination of these then, and you have like a really massive oversupply, then, you know, it's time to do some investigating and it's not the end of the world because oversupply is something that we can work on and reduce. Um, now, as far as oversupply and pumping, you're pumping and oftentimes you are pumping to drain your breast very well. So you're going to be draining your breast more than a baby probably could be able to um, when you have a massive oversupply. So I really don't see this issue in moms who are exclusively pumping and have massive oversupply because they are able to pump longer amounts and really get a good drain of their breast. Now this lactose overload, this is not something that we're going to see with every mom who has an oversupply. It's, you know, you really just have to tune into your baby again and see what they are telling you. And if you're seeing these symptoms, reach out. We are here to help um, and we can work on your oversupply and we can really troubleshoot and investigate some things. Now, I would love to continue to dive into fat and talk about composition of breast milk and, you know, fat content, but it really deserves its own episode. So, 
I think I'm going to do that for episode 11. We'll kind of dive deeper into the composition specifically with that because it really goes hand in hand with this whole idea of foremilk and hindmilk and a lot of concerns that... I feel that moms have because not only are moms concerned that their baby isn't getting enough fat, but another thing I hear is um, another question I get asked often is how can I increase the fat content in my milk and hint, hint, you cannot. So let's do that for next week. We will dive deeper into the composition and we'll kind of talk about fat some more because it really just needs some more time to shine. I hope you found this episode helpful. I hope I debunked some myths for you and answered questions that you had about four milk, hind milk. I hope I put your mind at ease because I know, you know, even for me when I had my first baby, this is something that I obsessed over, um, but I don't want you to. Your baby is getting exactly what they need. And if you think something's off, reach out and I would love to help you, you know, kind of work through what you think might be going on. And that's a wrap on four milk and hind milk. So before I go, I just want to leave you with this affirmation. The milk I provide for my baby is exactly what my baby needs. Thank you so much for tuning in and I will see you next time. Bye. Thanks again for tuning into today's episode. If you have TRICARE East, head over to tinywellnessllc.com to book your insurance covered consultation. For all other insurances, visit the link in the show notes below or head to our website to see if your consults with a tiny wellness team will be covered. While you're there, be sure to subscribe to our email list to receive exclusive content and the latest updates. If there's a topic you would love to hear covered in our podcast, fill out the Google Forms link in our show notes so we can continue bringing you content that you love. If you haven't already, be sure to follow us on Instagram at tiny.wellness and on Facebook at tinywellnessllc. If you liked this episode or find Tiny Wellness helpful in your journey, please take a moment to leave us a Google review. Each review helps us help more families like yours. Sending you good vibes always. Bye now.